The following presentation was recorded at the Newbury Buddhist Monastery, Victoria, Australia. Please visit our website at nbm.org.au. Namo tasa bhagavato arahato samma sambuddhasa. Namo tasa bhagavato arahato samma sambuddhasa. Namo tasa bhagavato arahato samma sambuddhasa. Buddhang dhammang sanghang namasami. Good evening, lovely people, or whatever time it is for you that you're listening. This uh, is a guided meditation. We will have some time together to uh, meditate, uh, to sit and relax and have a good time. We're all non-perfect people, all in a non-perfect world, and uh, we are all trying the best uh, to make the best of life and especially people who are meditating we try to improve ourselves uh, try to make our minds more wholesome more kind more uh, open to others and more uh, happy and more generous and all these nice beautiful qualities we can develop through meditation. Nobody ever comes to meditation hoping to become a more angry and uh, selfish person. <laughs> so that therefore I'm always so happy to see uh, people m wanting to meditate, whether they do it at home or uh, come together somewhere or now we are uh, doing this online. It's always a nice thing. And it's a good, uh, it's a good thing to have a little bit of structure in meditation, and therefore these guided meditation classes run every week by the BSV Buddhist Society of Victoria are very helpful because not not so much maybe because of the particular instructions you might give might get those may be useful, but. It's also useful to have some uh, a little bit of structure for for some people that can be very helpful. I, I remember uh, being a layperson myself, and I used to listen to uh, guided meditations on the Saturday by the uh, Buddhist Society of Western Australia, and th those guided meditations I had to uh, wake up pretty early because I lived in the Netherlands. Uh, but uh, I, I I did that for a long time just just listening to those talks, and it uh, helped me especially in times when I uh, didn't really have other Buddhist friends because I at some point I thought I'm maybe the only Buddhist in the Netherlands or something like that, <laughs> which is a bit silly of course. There's plenty of Buddhists, but I didn't I didn't know them and I didn't didn't meet them so. It's helpful to have this online and uh, a little bit of structure to my meditation. Otherwise you feel like you're doing it all uh, all by yourself and it's hard to keep up because meditation is enjoyable but for some reason 
it's also sometimes uh, hard to motivate yourself to do it and uh, this is a, a little bit of a weird thing it's something so enjoyable it can also sometimes be hard to motivate yourself and I haven't really figured out why exactly that is uh, well at some, at definitely ma many times now as a monk I don't have problems with motivation at all I just want to meditate sit down and just want to want to do it but even as a as a layperson I already enjoyed meditation but it was harder to find the motivation uh, but this structure always helped so therefore I'm very happy to give this talk for the people online also for the people there's a few people here now staying in the monastery uh, also happy to uh, guide them in meditation I think it's a wonderful thing to do but, uh, but the problem with guided meditation I mean, I talked about some of the benefits is having the structure and having some group feeling and uh, that kind of thing. But a problem with guided meditation can be that uh, when I have to teach meditation, it's always I have to pick some topic or something to talk about. I, I, I could just say, okay, now we sit down and we all meditate and not give you any instructions but uh, that would be uh, yeah <laughs> I would like to do that but it would sort of defeat half of the purpose of these talks in us in a way so when I do talk about meditation I have to pick something to talk about uh, let's say for example you talk about loving kindness or you talk about present moment awareness or mindfulness or all these qualities but the thing is with meditation your mind is not always uh, the same so one of the skills to develop in meditation is to be able to recognize your state of mind and be have a skillful response to whatever is going on in your mind uh, and therefore all these different techniques you have to apply at different times it's not always that a certain certain meditation technique is not always the right one for you maybe not in general is not the right one or maybe not at that particular time may not be the right one you see also in the suttas for example when uh, monks ask the buddha questions about uh, falling asleep during meditation or on the other hand getting restless during meditation those are like two opposites of the opposites of the mind you can get either sleepy or restless and then the buddha says well if you're sleepy then it's not the right time to develop uh, too much of the calming meditation like say if you're sleepy and you focus on your breath going in and out then well of course <laughs> it's like counting sheep eh? you'll, you'll fall even more asleep probably uh, and but on the other hand if you're restless and then you're going to do a really a contemplative kind of meditation like really uh, analyzing certain aspects of dharma or something that is also not good because then when you're restless you, and you start contemplating you become even more restless so the buddha said when you're sleepy you do this and when you're restless you do that i won't go into details exactly what advices he gave there but uh, 
it just shows you that it's not it's 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 situation dependent how we meditate it depends upon our mind state so therefore with these talks it's not always possible for me to teach you exactly what you need at that moment or maybe in general however i give just just certain certain tools that you may apply uh, in general in your meditation uh, maybe you don't need them right now but you'll need them maybe at a later point uh, in in your meditation practice and they may be useful then so that's just a little of this a bit of a disclaimer about these meditation guided meditation if i teach you anything that doesn't suit you right now then please uh, feel free to just do something else do meditate and don't listen to what i'm saying but just do your own kind of meditation I, I would be very happy if you do that because then as i said the most important thing about this kind of meditation is the structure anyway i just wanted to uh, talk today a little bit about the uh, aspect of meditation the tool of meditation that in the pali is called mudita and the mudita means uh, it means rejoicing in the uh, happiness and welfare happiness and welfare of others or also of yourself you could also enjoy uh, rejoicing your own uh, welfare or well-doing so i could give an example of this is for example when people go out of their way to be generous for example they come all the way to this monastery uh, out of town and they pr they travel a long way and to do something good and you see it makes them happy to come here and uh, help out the place or donate some uh, food for the for the residents here and you see them makes them happy and this is a great opportunity for me to also be happy because i see other people will be happy i reflect on that and and then i feel also happy this is what is called mudita uh, in Pali, but that's just the word. But in English, I think the best word would be rejoicing, rejoicing in happiness of others. And the reason I want to talk about this uh, is because uh, I've actually been practicing that meditation earlier today uh, in my in my hut. And the reason that I have been doing that is that yesterday something. Uh, happen in Perth which is very worthwhile rejoicing and that is namely the ordination of some bhikkhunis uh, some Buddhist nuns will uh, live usually in this monastery and they have yesterday Venerable uh, Sela and Venerable Sankapa they have uh, yeah they have taken on the full ordination as Buddhist nuns and that is something that always makes me very very happy to think about and to to experience uh, people becoming nuns or monks it's a wonderful thing when we had the ordinations of nuns before in uh, in perth i always try to go to the nuns monastery to uh, to to see the ordinations they don't happen very often so when they do it's a really nice opportunity and i remember one time actually 
so some of the monks for some reason also need to acknowledge the ordination so we always need to send a certain number of monks for the ordination to be fully uh, by the uh, by the book or so so it always needs to be a certain uh, quora, quora of monks and one time Ajahn Brahm asked who wants to go to the ordination this weekend can't remember the names of the nuns back then but uh, yeah I actually at that time I was uh, reluctant to go because I thought uh, it's quite far away you know you have to travel all the way to the nuns monastery and uh, just sit there and uh, then you have to go back and it's the weekend I'd rather just stay in my hut and uh, meditate there but I put my hand up anyway because usually when I recognize this kind of uh, kind of mind states in myself of reluctance that's usually a sign that I actually should volunteer so I did volunteer and uh, I remember in the way back to the car saying to Ajahn Brahm something like thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to come to this ordination because it's such a uh, made me so happy to see to see those nuns ordain and you could all you could see in their whole behavior and their uh, body language how significant a thing it was for them to uh, take on the robes and just thinking about back to that now just still makes me very happy and uh, that is just uh, yeah such a wonderful thing and you can use these um, these happy reflections of, on the ha on the happiness and, and the well doing, the well the, the 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 good good deeds of others. You can use reflection on that in your meditation, and that is what we will try and do uh, in the in a guided meditation that I'll start in uh, in a few minutes. And but again, if that is not the topic for you today, then please feel free to just do your usual meditation. Also, just a reminder that you can ask any questions on the on the live chat. I think it is, and then uh, yeah, please uh, keep those questions to meditation. And also, yeah, it, if you have a have to make a choice now between asking a question or uh, typing it out on your computer or closing your eyes and just joining me for a meditation then please choose the la the latter yeah just have a nice meditation instead of asking uh, more questions because i notice questions are always endless but the answers don't come from the the, the mouth of a monk or nun uh, the answers always come from inside deep inside from yourself from has to go from your own experience that's where real answers lie so if you really want to answer your questions then just join me in meditation and see how deep you can go so let's do that then do some meditation together so if you would like to get comfortable i'm fiddling around myself here with my posture of my body the cushion below below me because I know I'm going to sit here for 45 minutes meditation 
better start out with a decently good posture that I can maintain for that length of time. I don't want to have to keep fiddling around with my posture too much during the meditation because it can be a bit um, distracting. It can take you away from going deeper inside. It's okay to change your posture during meditation if you have to, but if we can avoid it, we we might as well. So therefore, always start your meditation by just focus on your body. See if there's any points in your body that need attention, that need some change, for example. My belt is too tight. I might, might loosen it a tiny bit. You might have your own things. Maybe your cushion is not quite right. Your back of your chair is... Maybe you don't sit upright enough or maybe too upright. So whatever, your body will tell you what you need to change. Just pay attention to it. See if there's any tight or painful areas in your body. And if there are, there will almost always be some. Then just see if you can just ease those feelings. See if you can relax those parts of your body. By sending acceptance and kindness, gentleness to those parts of your body. That's all you can do, is just to send gentleness, peace and relaxation to your body and your body will decide for itself how, how much it can relax today. So if there's any pains that seem to just be persistent and don't easily go away, then that's okay. We still accept them with kindness.
and stay with your body and ease any tightness any discomfort as if you're smoothing out some rough kind of material and making it soft and nice to the touch in similar way you smooth out all the coarseness in your body making it feel nice if you need to do maybe some stretching or whatever to ease certain parts of your body that's also fine you don't need to sit still from the moment you start meditating if you need to move about a bit best do it in the beginning for example I was just stretching my neck a little bit because it was some tightness in there still is but just to move it about a bit relaxes it a bit which will make the rest of the meditation so much more enjoyable with our body more relaxed than at the start we can move on and do other meditation topics you can stay also with your body for longer periods of time relax it more deeply and deeply which is also a wonderful thing to do but today I feel like doing this meditation of rejoicing because it brings so much happiness so what kind of thing can we rejoice in we can start by being happy that we are sitting here that we have the opportunity to meditate and that we are willing to do the do the effort to sit down close our eyes and actually to spend the time in this activity of meditation as i said it's such a wonderful thing that people try to 
improve themselves. And we can also be happy that we ourselves are, are actually doing this. It's not something to take for granted. So remind yourself how how great it actually is that you decide to do meditation. And if you find it hard to believe, then just believe me that this is really a wonderful thing that you're doing. If all people in the world will meditate, then the world will be such a different place, but at least you are you are putting forth the effort. So see if you can give rise to the feeling of of happiness and rejoicing in your own effort and willingness to meditate. Thank you, me, for doing this, for meditating. It's really a great thing. And we can also have the same feeling of happiness that other people are meditating as well. For example, other people listening to this talk right now. I know there's at least a few of them because they are here. Don't know how many are online, but whoever are there, we can rejoice in them. They are doing meditation. They are trying to improve their minds, be a better person. So we can have lots of gratitude to these people who are meditating with us right now. Well, please don't forget to put a smile on your face. Just, just the physical act of smiling also brings 
a mental response of joy and happiness. And we can send this joy with the thought that other people are meditating just like us. See if you can recognize that feeling of happiness, of of joy. I don't know what other words to describe it with, but it'll be pretty clear once you feel it, what that is. We can also reflect upon all the beautiful mind states and beautiful experiences that people may develop through meditation. Some people get really life-changing states of bliss and joy out of meditation. And we can also Rejoice in that, in the happiness of those people, of other people. Just reflect how wonderful it is what kind of things meditation can do for others. So wonderful that it makes, that it creates these experiences for people that they are so happy, so content, so at ease. I really um, I really wish those people all the people actually to have nice meditation experiences even if you might not have them yourself see if you can really um, I can't think of the right English word but really um, grant those people the happiness really offer it to them in a sense
you can almost imagine sacrificing your own happiness for the happiness of others. And you'll find if you grant or wish upon others' happiness that actually you don't have to give up your own happiness because you just get more happy yourself as well. And it's also possible for people to have such deep insights from meditation that it leads them away from suffering. It leads them out of the cycles of, of, of suffering and illness. And you can reflect upon that. Be happy for those people that they have these experiences. Or you can reflect upon something that happened to people you know that made them very, very happy. For example, the ordination of the bhikkhunis yesterday is something that made me very happy and that triggered this talk. But you may have your own personal experiences lately of people you know who have had some sort of good fortune, some sort of good thing happening to them. And by reflecting upon those, you can give rise to so much happiness. So in whatever way or form you can give rise to that happiness, please do that. But, but don't. It's best not to spend the whole time just thinking about these kind of things. But once you really have a solid foundation in the happiness, in the feeling of mudita inside of you, once you really have it quite strong, then you can stop all the reflecting and thinking about other people and instead just take upon that feeling as your meditation object and in quiet 
without thinking, just taking up that feeling of happiness and holding it close to your heart, letting it grow stronger and stronger. So for the next 25 minutes or so, I will also stop talking and thinking and I'll do exactly that and I encourage you to do the same. Just develop this feeling of happiness and take it as your object of meditation. So in 25 minutes I will guide you out of the meditation and ring the bell. But for now I'm just gonna sit here and enjoy all the lovely feelings that we've given rise to.
coming close to the end of the meditation. Before you stop meditating, always take a few minutes to reflect upon your meditation by asking yourself how you feel now compared to before the meditation. How do you feel? You may have at some point in the meditation forgotten about or lost the feeling of joy Mudita, just bring it up once more. Right now, you'll find it's so, so much easier now because we've developed it before. Just bring up the feeling of joy once more strongly, as strong as you can. Always try to end your meditation as happy and as positive as you can. And thank yourself for this practice you've been doing. Thank you, thank me meditating for taking the time to develop my mind I will now ring the bell three times and the third bell it's time to open your eyes and come out of your meditation So, wonderful people, I hope you had some nice moments in your meditation or if anything, meditation always gives us the opportunity just to rest and gather some energy back regardless of what happens in meditation. So I just talked a little bit about uh, joy in meditation and bringing up joy. I hope that was helpful for you. But as I said before, beforehand, if you feel this may not be the right topic for you today, then please do whatever is right for you. And I can happily admit that I followed my own advice there in that quiet period at the end of the meditation because at some point I, I realized it's now better to start focusing on my breathing and uh, 
do the uh, breathing meditation instead of the contemplation on the joy. Uh, the, 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 the two actually reinforced one another because the feeling of joy is well, still in the background and you can still feel it and it makes it easier to to focus on the breathing the feelings of happiness and joy are always so important for meditation if you really want to uh, get your meditation object to stick to your awareness it has to be enjoyable it has to be beautiful and nice and happy because otherwise the mind is very unlikely to uh, to stay with an object that it is not enticing that it is not not joyful if your breath is just boring in and out not nice not joyful then no way you're gonna be able to stay with your breath for a long period of time and have it develop into the uh, beautiful breath that uh, can give rise to deeper states of meditation i remember one of my teachers Ajahn Brahmali once said during a Dhamma talk that joy is the glue for meditation and that really stuck with me uh, that little quote because it makes so much sense it's sometimes just these little sayings that people say that yeah, just they really stay with you and this one has really stayed with me joy is the glue for meditation so if you find your meditation maybe uh, maybe you're always sleepy or you're never really getting too much out of it then try to see if you can develop more happiness and enjoyment through whatever ways and the w contemplation on uh, the the happiness and the well the good deeds of others those uh, contemplations of mudita is one way to give rise to joy in the mind and it's always a useful thing to do you can you don't have to spend your whole meditation doing it sometimes it's just a few minutes bring up some joy and use that joy as like uh, as like uh, like kindling to ignite the rest of your meditation so the rest of your meditation is fueled by that joy and will become much more easy so I will leave you with those reflections today um, if there is any questions then I'm happy to take them uh, I'm sorry if I can't answer all of them um, because uh, sometimes you get a lot of questions and it's already getting a bit late here so we'll just see what we can also we'll try to stick to meditation questions uh, questions that are about uh, your job or your partner or <laughs> not for now maybe for another time but uh, we try to see if we can ask questions about meditation please thank you Bante yes uh, we have received two questions so far both of them on meditation the first one is to be honest Bante because of trauma 
Meditation is not enjoyable at all. So does this mean it is useless for me to do meditation? Meditation is never useless. It's always useful. Even if sometimes it's not enjoyable and we can still meditate, we can still get lots of benefits out of it. But I don't think that it is impossible for you to enjoy meditation because whatever traumas there may be you don't have to allow them to come into your meditation one important thing about meditation is that it gives us the possibility to um, to change ourselves and also to change the way we look upon the past and upon things that may have happened to us and you will know probably that meditation is nowadays also used in uh, psychiatric in, in in hospitals and and uh, by psychiatrists to treat all sorts of mental uh, mental problems people have and these will include also trauma so by meditation you can also learn to be more skillful with dealing uh, with the past not only that but also in meditation what I usually teach I didn't do that today but usually I teach at the beginning of the meditation to make a determination to let go of whatever happened in the past and to not worry about what might happen in the future so if you really make this determination and you really get into it then the present moment is all there really remains in your awareness and in the present moment there's never any possibilities for trauma because the trauma is something you relive something from your from the past it is not something that is has to be always there if you, so if you really get into the present moment and really uh, realize that the present moment truly is all there is uh, then that is a that is a way to mm, go beyond these uh, these attachments to the past because it's really true that the present moment is truly all we have sometimes you really feel this very strongly in your meditation you just know for example that if you're breathing in and out that the breath is really is all there is there isn't even a previous breath or a next breath let alone something happened earlier today or something that happened earlier in your life all those experiences are only just memories and they are not not real anymore and through meditation you can learn to uh, let go of the past and become a more uh, uh, living more in the present so I would definitely say that uh, you're definitely not wasting your time meditation doing meditation it's always a good thing to do in a 
I would say, especially you have traumas and keep up the meditation. And there is always ways to um, meditate that bring joy. Whether you have experienced bad things or good things in life, you can always bring up the feeling of loving kindness for people close to you, which is another way to bring up a lot of joy in your meditation. So I say, yeah, please keep meditating and you'll find that gradually over the years you'll be, be a more happy and joyful person, I'm sure of that. So yeah, please keep meditating. Next question, Bhante. Sometimes when doing metta or this type of joy meditation, the joyous feelings don't seem to come up. So should one try to, should one keep trying to bring them up or move on to something else? Yes, as I, as I said in the beginning, sometimes what I teach you during these guided meditations is not the right thing for the moment because your mind just doesn't feel like it or maybe uh, it's not inspired at the moment to do that kind of thing. And yeah, I, that, as I said, I, ca I, can't, I can't really help that uh, I can't always teach the right thing for you at the right moment. So therefore, I already said, if you want to do something else during this meditation, and please do so. And that was exactly because I expected people to not be able to give rise to the feeling of joy always. And that is not, nothing wrong with that. I have the same myself. I don't always feel inspired enough to do this kind of meditation. It just just now it happened that ordination of the nuns really inspired me and really made me happy. So sometimes you just need something in your life to happen for the meditation of these kinds to really take off. It's also a bit similar with metta, also doing loving kindness meditation. Sometimes also just doesn't really fit the moment doesn't really work for some reason or the other maybe you're just uh, um, well for me it almost always works but when does it doesn't work is maybe I am a bit more annoyed than usual or with just in general maybe a bit, a bit grumpy and got out of the, the wrong uh, side of the bed as they say <laughs> and then you just don't had you just don't want to feel uh, loving kindness because it just uh, it just doesn't work on that particular time, and then it's okay as well. I mean, you don't. One last thing you should do is to force your mind into whatever you think it should be like. Meditation should never be about force. Uh, it should always be, be. It should come natural. And said in the Anguttara uh, Nikaya Sutta, it's natural uh, for joy to come, and you don't force the joy to come. Yeah, and there's also many other ways to develop the joy. You can do the metta or the medita. You can also reflect upon the Buddha, Dhamma Sangha, if that is something that inspires you. You can reflect upon the generosity of yourself or others, you can reflect upon uh, your 
the your good behavior, the precepts you may keep, all the uh, ah, that you have been a good person. Yeah, you often focus on all the. It's natural for people to focus on the bad aspects of themselves, but uh, uh, try to not do that. Try instead to focus on all the good qualities you have, and there will be many. I'm pretty sure, otherwise you wouldn't be listening to this talk right now. So uh, that's another way to bring up the joy as well, to focus on your 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 sila, as they call it, your your good good qualities, your good behavior. And uh, yeah, but sometimes it is all those ways of bringing up joy are just not right for the moment. You can also be a bit too tired, and it's better just to sit and relax and just uh, uh, gather some more energy before you start doing this kind of more con contempl contemplative kind of meditation. So yeah, don't don't worry if it doesn't always come up. It's also also a matter of experience when these kind of meditations if you don't do them very often and maybe for some of you this topic of mudita of, of rejoicing is is new to you you may have never done it before or very rarely and in that case it will also be less likely to give you uh, a lot of beneficial uh, effects it's the same with metta meditation. I remember a long time ago, well, long, long time for me, I'm, I was quite young still when I first started meditating. Uh, must have been more like 10 years, more than 10 years ago. And I, when I did it in the beginning, I didn't really feel much of an effect uh, of it. Be and that was just because it was all new to me. I never did it much before. Uh, not didn't do much meta meditation well didn't do anything before at least in this life so uh, yeah I didn't I thought it wasn't really working for me but there wasn't the fact that the meditation wasn't right for me it was just that I hadn't developed it much yet so my mind wasn't used to it and I just needed to do it more and now after doing it for so many years I, it's come so easily to me the, the feeling of joy and loving kindness it just basically need to remember it and uh, it comes straight away this is a lovely teaching by Thich Nhat Hanh uh, one of the teachers that I like and he once said if you're practicing well then you can b bring up joy whenever you want and I realize it's really true what he says you can bring up joy whenever you want if you really have practiced for a long time and uh, yeah, it takes takes practice, but it's possible. And you always uh, well. The most important thing is take it take it easy. Don't expect great results in the beginning. Just give give yourself the time to develop these things. And all, but also don't give up too quickly. Don't think oh it doesn't work for me this metta or this mudita just because you tried it a couple times. Yeah, just keep coming back to it. Try it every now and again, and you'll feel you'll get more skillful at it. Yeah, meditation is a skill, and all these different mindsets are skills in a sense. It's something we need to develop, just like the skill of any type. 
like uh, as a monk I needed to learn how to sew in the beginning it was really difficult and it took me a long time to be able to uh, repair something or make something like my robes but now the other day I had a big tear in my robe and uh, by the way it's still the robe that I ordained as an office in like almost seven years ago still have it so, but I got a big tear in it and I just fixed it really quickly and the reason why is because I have practiced the sewing uh, in the years so it's the same in meditation if you practice you'll become more skillful at it and you'll be at some point be really quick to bring up the feeling of metta or the feeling of mudita so yep that's uh, basically saying don't give up keep trying but also sometimes it's not the right moment and just uh, better focus on another meditation object and you'll just have to find your own wisdom in that so i hope that helps the person will ask the question that's all the question we have today about it thank you very good then i thank you all for uh, meditating with me and uh, brings me much joy you're all meditating there and uh, i will uh, maybe see you another time so Sadu, sadu, sadu.